This show contains four-letter words and adult situations. But what did you expect? It's called Now That I'm Older. You can lean over the bathtub and rinse that hair. <laughs> you don't want your feet in there, man. You do not want your feet in the poopy water. What do you, <laughs> why do you think we'd use it in the dental world if it was killing people's brain? Hey, this will make you behave while I give you this feeling. Of cost, course it will. It's going to fucking give you a lobotomy. It's going to cost you a few fucking IQ points, but your teeth are going to be great. <laughs> I actually do like abortions, and I do want more people to have abortions because everybody pisses me off, and there'll be less people pissing me off in the future. Sorry about my shit intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Now That I'm Older with Shane Smith and Ken Baldwin. A.K.A. KB Paperstacks, A.K.A. Baldwin Escobar, A.K.A. Danger Zone, A.K.A. Vanilla Thriller, and A.K.A. MC Killer B. No one calls you any of that. As a parent, you want to be able to give your kids all those first experiences that were just amazing for you as a child. The first time you had an ice cream cone. The very first time you got to jump into a pool and swim on your own. The first time those training wheels come off the bike. You want to be there with your kid through all of these experiences because that's part of the parent thing is being able to experience all that awesome stuff. Like the very first time they ever go to the circus. See, for me growing up, the circus was this magical place where I got to go a couple of different times. And every time I'd go, I'd watch the clowns, and I'd watch the trapeze artists, and I'd watch all the animals and shit, and it was just amazing. But I remember being so jealous of all those little kids. They had those little flashlights, that, like you shook them, and they spun around, and they were different colors. They were green, and they were blue. And the first time I went, I was so pissed that I couldn't get one. I was just so angry that my mom and my dad couldn't afford to get me one that I was like, fuck this, man. The next time I went, I went with my grandmother and I got one of those fucking flashlights and it was amazing. And I wanted to share this big deal, this huge thing from my life with my son. And because my little brother Alex is only a year older than Chris, pretty much when they were growing up, they went everywhere together. Anytime we would have something awesome we would do with Chris, we would try to get Alex to go with us. So we decided that we were going to take Alex and Chris to go see the circus. And me and Nikki were all hyped about it. We got four tickets to the circus. We're like, yes, we're going to take the kids down there. And then Nikki says, you know what? Why don't we give them the authentic Atlanta experience? And why don't we park at a MARTA station and ride on down? It was down at Phillips Arena. So we we're going to ride the MARTA to get down there. It was going to be awesome. For you guys who aren't from Atlanta, MARTA is our public transit system. And this is like riding a legit train to get over to where the stadium is going to be. So we're thinking, yeah, this is going to be great. We'll give this the kids this experience. It's going to be awesome. And we told them all about it. We're going to ride the train down. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to ride a train down. They were so excited. And we were all jacked up about the fact that we were going to be able to give the kids this experience of going to the circus. It was going to be great. So the day of the circus comes, and it's a Wednesday. Now, traffic in Atlanta is shitty as hell. So we're running about 45 minutes late because we had to get over to my brother and pick him up and then get down to the stadium, the uh, the transit station, to be able to get down to the stadium. We get down there, and we park our car. And me and Nikki were awesome at this time because we were trying to take the kids for this great experience, but we weren't great at planning trips like this because neither of us had ever ridden the MARTA station over to the stadium where the circus was going to be. So we get down there, and we're asking people, like, hey, where are we supposed to go? What are we supposed to do? And we finally get directions that we're supposed to go over to this one train and then ride it over to this other station and then do a changeover to another train that'll take us over to the stadium. 
And we're like, okay, that sounds simple enough. We get the kids on the train. It smells like pee. They're really having the big city experience. It's going to be great. If you ever come to Atlanta, all the Martas smell like pee. It's just a thing. So we get on the train and we ride over to the station where we're supposed to be and we get off and we're told that we need to switch over to this other train. We're like, awesome. We're having the big city experience. We're going from one train to the other. It's going to be great. So we get over to our platform and we're waiting for our train and everybody's hanging out. We're still excited about the circus. We're still going to go in. I'm going to get both the kids one of those flashlights that I didn't get as a kid and I'm going to give it to them. And it's going to be great. We're going to give them this experience. And we wait on the train to come. And we notice a train comes in and drops some more people off. But the train that's supposed to pick us up and take us to the circus doesn't come when it's supposed to. We get there. We're supposed to catch the train at this time and it's just not coming. And we start to hear whispers that the train may be delayed or something like that. And we stand around and we wait. And we wait a little bit longer. And whispers in the crowd become that the train is delayed for some reason, but nobody knows why. And around this time, over the loudspeaker, they say, hey, the train's going to be delayed. Now, mind you, we were already running like 45 minutes to an hour late when we picked the kids up. So now we are severely late. And this train is the only way to get there. Our car is a whole train ride away. And if we get in our car, get in the train and ride back to our car, we're going to miss like half the circus by the time we get back down there because traffic is still shit at this time of day. So we're sitting there waiting. And finally, they said the train is not going to be coming for about an hour and a half. And I have to look at my son and my little brother and say, I'm sorry, guys. We missed out on the circus. This dream that we wanted to give you guys of going to one of your first experiences ever of going to the circus, we couldn't give it to you. And we had to be like brave parents and face these kids and say, you know, hey, sorry about that. You know, somebody apparently jumped onto the tracks and caused this huge problem, but the train couldn't come. But you can't explain that to little kids who are six and seven years old. All they know is they were going to the circus and then they didn't go to the circus. Hey guys, welcome back to a show that remembers when sitcoms used to always advertise their heartfelt episodes by saying it was going to be a very special episode. Like when they talked about suicide or obesity or some shit like that. Or as we like to call it, Now That I'm Older. A show about how getting older sucks but can be awesome at the exact same time. You can find us online at nowthatimolder.com or also on Facebook as well as Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show anywhere you find us online because that helps us out a lot. You can also find us on Twitter, Gmail, and Instagram, but it's at NTIOPod. And if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash nowthatimolder. And if you give to us, we're going to give right back to you. You can also find us on Twitter with the hashtag Potter and Family. Now, Potter and Family is a family of podcasters that came together to cross-promote each other, spread the word about badass, independent podcasts, and create a family out of absolutely nothing. If you go to Twitter and check out the hashtag Potter and Family, you're going to find our show as well as the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, the Just Bloom Podcast, and the Crime Beat Podcast. And this week, we start out talking about the pains of home ownership, like when sewage backs up into your house when you're taking a shower, and then we move on to discussing everyone's favorite topic on a comedy show, abortion. And then Kenny explains that he believes we've gotten way too far away from using violence to solve our problems. So check it out. We'll be right back. What are you going to do today, Napoleon? Whatever I feel like I want to do. Gosh. Are we recording? That's for me to know and you'd find out. No, I have to do the editing, so I need to know when we're starting. Are well, we you, recording? You're not editing right now. That's why we took the little recording box away from you. You tried to do too much production work on, on studio time. Give me a cue that we're recording, sir. Am I being obnoxious? Um, literally every time you open your fucking mouth, you're being obnoxious. There's your answer. So, um, you you started whining about something that you've been yeah, have going on recently when it comes to your work situation. 
I'm not whining. I'm happy about my work situation. What you were whining about the cost of things. I mean, it's the down. There's there's always pros and cons. Uh, I'm opening my own business in an actual locate, not like being a consultant where you're working out of your house and right. like building an office and lab. And so you're you're saying to anybody who's in the now that I'm older audience who's a consultant and works out of their house that they don't really have their own business. You you have a real business. It's called a brick and mortar business, and it's an actual term of business to differentiate a kind of cost level you have in a business. Oh, okay. For example, my rent is six thousand dollars a month. Your rent is six. So you're paying six thousand dollars a month out of your pocket. No, I'm not paying anything out of my pocket. The corporation is paying out of its pocket. It the, the, when you started talking to me about it, the first thing it made me think of is when you buy your first house, and that time that something breaks. At your house. <laughs> I know somebody who's going through that actually. And they're like, uh, anybody know a plumber? And I'm like, yeah, I know plenty of them and none of them work for free. Who's, uh, who's going through it? <laughs> a friend of mine that I used to work with. Nobody, you know, okay. so they're just, they're, they're learning the difference between living in an apartment where you call somebody and it's their problem. Well, when we had, um, we had a rental house before we moved into our very first house that we bought. And something broke at the house. The water heater went bad or some shit like that. We called them and they were like, cool. They came out that day. They put a water heater in. They have to actually in Georgia because if you have something break in a rental property that's a not just a minor thing, like a water heater, you can withhold your rent until they fix it. Um, then we moved into the house in Teague. We stayed at this house for 12 years. And this was the first house that we'd ever owned. I had to poop in a box in the backyard at one point because of this situation. So we're going to go back to Kenny opening his own business here in a, situ- in a minute. But the very first time that I ever experienced how terrible it was to be a homeowner. This is the first problem we had, okay? Because I lived there. We had poop shoot up into the basement one day. And we remember, apartments, other people's houses up to this point. So the first thing we do is we call this home warranty place that they had when they bought the house, the mortgage people sold them on. Yeah, they, they, said, they said, buy this home warranty. Let me, anybody in the audience right now who's a young, about to be homeowner, when your mortgage company comes to you and says, you should buy a home warranty, you should slap your fucking mortgage agent in the face yeah. because that shit is bullshit. Because let me tell you what the first guy did that came out. And I'm going to just go ahead and give you a spoiler here. The problem is the septic tank had backed up. Now, here's what most people don't know. For a gravity-driven system, which is what sewage is, which is different. Water coming into your house is under pressure. You can make that pipe go up, down. Yeah, you can move that anywhere. shit anywhere you want. The other pipes, the big ones, have to go at a downward angle, A, which is common sense. Gravity has to flow downward, correct? Right, right. Well, another thing you have to have with a gravity-driven <clears throat> system is air vents. So that, cause if you ever picked up a straw and put your finger on it, picked yeah, it up it and dropped the it on you, and then re- released your finger over your brother's head or some shit. Yeah. That's, that would happen with the sewage if there wasn't place for air to go into the pipe. Right. So there was a vent pipe up there. So what happens is you've got water pumping down. It's usually after somebody took a shower or something, right? Well, here's the other thing. Hold that, on, hold on. Stay on track. There's a reason I'm going down this path. Tell everybody where the vent pipe was exactly. The vent pipe was up above a corner above where the washer and dryer, the clothes dryer was. Where all the clean clothes But that's were. not the point. You're, okay. you're going off on what bothered you. <laughs> Stay with me here. Okay, okay. So the vent pipe's there. And again, new homeowners, none of us have really had to think about this kind of crap before. So the septic tank doesn't go to sewage like it does in the city. It goes out into this big pit buried in your yard. So this thing had basically overflowed and it was backing up. Well, the poop water <laughs> sprayed out of that vent, but we weren't really positive where it came out of. And our first thought was, holy shit, the sewage pipe broke. 
We thought some pipe had broken in the house. To be honest with you, we weren't really aware of septic versus sewage or any of these kind when, of things. When this process started, everybody in the household was a novice when it came to plumbing. By the end of this shit, I understood gravity. I understood fucking Physics, septic. I understood pressure. a drain field. I understood all that shit. All kind of shit. So long story, keep going, is we think there's the pipe must have broke or something. So we called the home warranty plumber. This motherfucker comes in and there's some poop or something on a pipe. And we're like, and our dumbass is trying to tell him what the problem is. We're like, we think that pipe broke right there. <laughs> so this motherfucker cuts a section out of this perfectly good pipe that had some shit on it from the pipe above it spraying and put a new joint in. And we're like, sweet, the home warranty guy fixed our plumbing. The next day, poop well, shot out of this pipe. <laughs> there's poop all over the fucking washing room. And we're like, hey, wait a minute. There's a pipe. Wait a minute. There's another pipe up here, too. Every about 100 feet, there's there's an air pipe. And we're watching the poop come out of the drain pipe this time. So we're like, oh, why didn't the other guy tell Nikki's like, why didn't the other guy tell me? That wasn't what was wrong. I was like, because you gave him the easiest job in the world. So he fixed what he thought was wrong. He probably didn't even think. He was probably like, these idiots think the pipe broke. So then. He probably made $150. So then after we do that shit and he replaces something that's not even broken in the first place and we have water shooting up through the fucking thing, we yeah. call them out again. Now in this process. Different guy comes out, by the way. Different guy comes out and he goes, no, that's your septic tank. Like he looked at it. <laughs> like we we showed him we like flushed the toilet or something like that. We like we cleaned Dude, everything you'd out be of the, the room. The shower and poop water would start coming up the drain. It was like it. <laughs> First time. As a matter of fact, I'd rather it come up and kill me than poop get on my feet again. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I was so scared in that shower for the next year. <laughs> First time homebuyers. <laughs> let me go ahead and lay it out for you. <laughs> You're looking at the house. It looks beautiful. <laughs> All the rooms are perfect. If it ain't on sewage, don't buy it. If you go into that place and you're taking a shower after you buy that house and you start to hear something that sounds like bubbling. Yeah, that's the first That's the first warning. That's a red flag, my friends. That, I don't care if you got shampoo in your hair. Get out. Get out. Get out. You can <laughs> lean over the bathtub and rinse that hair. <laughs> you don't want your feet in there, man. You do not want your feet in the poopy water. We went through an entire process at one point we had a buddy of ours come out with a snake and snake our entire line we thought something was backed I'm, up I'm in the line we thought like and then we finally we had to spend legit if you're buying a house right now and your house is on septic versus sewage all that is is a big ass hole in your yard that your poop goes into that's it they dig a hole and they dump your poop into it if you don't understand septic let me just tell you. It's, a, it's in a, like a tank. There's a concrete tank. Like a, It looks like a crypt of sorts. <laughs> it looks like a place you would dump a body. Is what it really I mean, looks I, like. If I had to dump a body, that'd be a good place to do it because nobody wants to go up in that motherfucker. Oh, no, dude. Could you imagine the CSI episode? Those people were too pretty to we, get into we, a hole with sewage. Had to, we had to pay uh, quite a bit of money to have the pit destroyed when you guys went on sewage. Like, they had to properly destroy the pit. Oh, yeah. You have to go in and take a fucking... Because if you don't, like, and you drive a car up there or something like <laughs> so that, I'll the drive whole thing just collapse. Yeah, it just becomes a void. So they can't have that. So you said uh, you have a, a lot of rent. Oh, oh, I know another fucking homeowner story that really was... Oh, uh, actually, I, I do have an eye off of that because it's a major deal. I need a sink. So the space I'm, I'm renting used to be a dance studio. There was no plumbing in it. There's a public bathroom on every floor. Have you been doing uh, any dancing since you got there? No, I am going to be having a photo studio. We're probably going to start recording the podcast there. 
And Kenny, I've already talked to Kenny about us going to a studio. He has to designate at least 300 to 500 square feet. I got a closet I'm going to put you in. I'm specifically gonna, it's called the Shane Sound Booth. Oh, that's fine. I'm going to I'm gonna fill it with like uh, the soundproofing stuff, and I'm going to sound amazing on the podcast. That's fine. It's going to be amazing. Just so long as I don't have to see. Oh, uh, no, you don't have to see me, but you do have to hear but me. But see, sir. what I'm doing here is I'm, this is a full circle type thing because the office, or I'm actually building my office in the space, is in a corner. That faces the Smyrna Jail and the Smyrna Courthouse. Where one time I brought Kenny some cigarettes. <laughs> no, no, you brought them to me at the, at the fleet. That's right. Where, you were, where like, I was doing oil changes and wearing my trucker Where hat. you were an outlaw and shit like that. <laughs> where I was the fucking help. So, um, so Kenny who went from, and we've told the story on the podcast of you waking up in a dental chair completely high had nothing on to do with this no, no, story. I'm, this I'm has saying, nothing to do with the jail. The jail thing was no, no. pot and, and, and cigarette, uh, pot and alcohol. What I'm saying is you've gone full circle. The full from, circle wouldn't be that. It would be being sentenced to jail in the courthouse outside. You went on this tangent instead of this. Be- I hand wrapped you a gift. <laughs> the courthouse is out one window of my office in my, pro- in my own business. The jail is out the other window of my office. So you would, you, instead of going full circle, circle from talking about the sentencing and jail making a trifecta you went off into the woods and shot some innocent raccoon or some shit <laughs> didn't even do a clean shot the raccoon's laying there like twitching and like looking all fucking mangled i hit it in the leg like so you're having to go through the emotional turmoil of what you've done how does it feel how's it feel to ruin the perfectly good story i had going shane this is Kenny calling you from the from from the dental practice. Come up here. <laughs> Thank me for to- taking us out of the moment. Aren't you always talking about story narration and how you listen to TED okay. Talks about how to do that? I'm sorry. Go back to your thread that you had going on with your stupid little courthouse. So, yeah, I went to jail, and now instead of being in jail 10 years later, I own a business across the street from the courthouse. But don't forget he was high on uh <laughs> On the, um, I mean, the nitrous. I'm high right now on the <laughs> nitrous because it's like, you know, that's just difficult to get. It should be easier to get. It's so much healthier than drugs people can easily get. Why would nitrous? Let's, let's unpack Oh, nitrous this. is a wonderful drug. <laughs> if nitrous was legal, I would be on nitrous all the time. Doesn't it kill like billions of brain cells? Not if you do it with oxygen. What do you why, why do you think we'd use it in the dental world if it was killing people's brain? Hey, this will make you behave while I give you this feeling. Of cost, course it will. It's going to fucking give you a lobotomy. It's going to cost you a few fucking IQ points, but your teeth are going to be great. <laughs> the fuck, Shane? I mean, I'm just saying. If you do whippets, yeah, there's no oxygen. You're starving. It's not the nitrous that's doing anything. It's the same way you can kill yourself with helium. Which they actually sell a machine that does that now. I don't think you can kill yourself with helium. That just makes you your voice sound funny. You can absolutely put all you It just do, makes your voice sound funny. Listen to me. This is all you have to do. You put a bag over your head, a big bag, like a trash bag, and you put a pipe with the helium in there. You don't even have to tie the shit secure. It can be loose. The helium rises, correct? Right. So when the helium starts to accumulate at the top of the bag, where does the oxygen go? Um, I have no idea. Out of the open bottom. It's the same way a hot air would blow. Oh, because it would fall? Because it would get pushed out. So the less dense air would stay in the bag, correct? Yeah. As long as you have the bag secured and it can't lift, you will eventually pass out. Eventually, you will die. Painless, easy death. It's sold by people who advocate euthanism. Uh, So people like Yeah, euthanasia. People who have cancer will buy this kit that comes with a helium tank. It's been happening quite a bit, actually, recently. Wait, what now? 
You happening can, quite a bit. Like you have, they have a, a bag. Of, you lay down with the bag. So on. there's a lot more like suicides happening because of this. It's just cleaner suicides. There's not an uptick in suicides. There's, well, there has been an uptick in suicides recently. Actually, there's been like. Well, a, I'm saying this is not upticked any more than the general trend. It's just a cleaner way to do it. it happens a lot in Europe. I always think that's kind of a pussy way out. Honestly, I mean, you know, who am I to say? I don't have fucking cancer that hurts every well, second. That's, of every that's day. what I was about to say. If you have, if you have like some sort of terminal disease and you're ending your life because you don't want to fucking deal with it, that's anymore, what a lot of these people are. You don't tell me what they are, sir. I'm just trying to tell you. I, mean, how I don't I think feel. I don't think they're recommending for people who are just depressed. <laughs> I don't think that's what those. Ted, we know that. Uh, I mean, that's we, kind of the way that like the free uh, the pro life crowd thinks of people who are pro choice. They're like, we don't. No, we don't just love abortion. <laughs> free abortions for everyone. No, we just want to preserve our rights to make our own choices. That's, that's all. That's really and truly. I had a uh, conversation uh, about. Abortion with a guy at work the other day, and I said, "You want to know my my uh, my opinion on abortion?" He goes, "Yeah, man, I really want to get into it with you." I was like, "I don't fucking get one because I'm not a chick. I'm not in a situation where I ever have to face whether or not I want to do something like that." Because you're literally voicing an opinion while making a straw man argument. You should use a different tactic because that's just silly. Well, this was having an opinion while you said it's better to say if I don't want an abortion, I won't have an abortion. I won't be party to an abortion if I if I don't believe in them. Everybody can decide for themselves if abortion's okay. Or not. We don't have to. We don't have to mention who it is. But I had a. And buddy. then whenever somebody starts saying, "Well, what about the rights of the fetus?" I'm like, "Do they pay taxes? <laughs> Are they deductible? Not yet." Um, the I Republicans have, would argue that point until they died. No, you can't write off a fetus until it's. Are you kidding? Less taxes? No. <laughs> what I was uh, a not for poor people. Him. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was talking to him about it because I was like, okay, so tell me how you feel about uh, food stamps and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I think they're entitlements. I think they're this. I think they're that. And I said, okay, well, you don't get it both fucking ways. So if you don't want people to have abortions and you want the babies to be born, and you know they're being born to poor people, then you know you have to give them some sort of fucking hand out of being that poor. You have to. I'm do even something. close to just embracing the. I actually like abortions side of the arguments. I actually do like abortions and I do want more people to have abortions because everybody pisses me off and there'll be less people pissing me off in the future. So in this episode so far, we've gone from homeownership <laughs> to being pro, pro-order. not pro-choice, pro-abortion. To being be pro-abortion. So that we do I'm not other. really pro-abortion. I think abortion is a horrible thing, but I am very pro-choice. I, I think you're just all about thinning the herd is what it really comes down no, to. Personally, yeah, I would. I actually think abortion should be free. <laughs> Don't love them. But they still should be free. But I do. I am very, very pro-choice, which threw one of our liberal friends off. They couldn't believe I was arguing on the same side as them on a Facebook debate. So it's pretty clear that Kenny just cares about thinning out the population a little bit. And that's what drives his opinion about abortion. Next up, we run to a quick promo break. But when we get back, we discuss having Facebook discussions on big topics and how sometimes your friends accidentally put their feet right the fuck in their mouth. So check it out. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Uh, Dude. Bitch. <laughs> So this is what our podcast is normally like. Uh, my name is Gareth. I'm Bex. Why did you say it like that? What? Because I didn't realize you were going to leave that in there. That's <laughs> why so I tell you, the mic's live all the time. You're a dick. And you can experience this kind of random shenanigans every week on the our podcast, Gareth's Random Ramblings. You With can find Bex. us... What? With Bex. You get... Fine. <laughs> 
Garris Random Ramblings. You can find us on iTunes or Spreaker, or you can also check out GarrisRandomRamblings.space. Because Gareth is too cheap for the dot com. He's just a guy. He loves to ramble randomly across the wire. It's Gareth. I love the smell of commerce in the morning. Have you ever wished you could get extra now that I'm older? Well, now you're in luck, because if you go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, you'll be able to hear Patreon-exclusive content with stuff just like this. Why would you have fetuses as toys? In what sort of Russian nightmare cartoon do you have fetuses as toys? Kenny hates little children. Kenny hates happiness. Especially children. Kenny hates pretty much everything. So I hate happiness. Just hate other people's happiness. I just, I know we're not supposed to get political on now that I'm older, but what the fuck is going on? So go to patreon.com slash now that I'm older, sign up to the $10 level, and you'll be able to check out our Patreon exclusives every single time we drop one. I am Jack's complete lack of surprise. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers Promo Edition. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your other host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're a show that talks about movies, talks about beers. I'm the guy that likes big Hollywood blockbusters, big explosions, big dicks, big tits just being thrown out there in your face. I love your comic book movies. I love your sci-fi movies. This is my co-host Jay. He's your more indie art house motherfucker. I'm the guy who likes small dicks, small tits, small independent films that you guys all have never heard of. But we come together to talk about movies and deliver you news on movies. We talk about trailers on movies. We give movie reviews. We're here to bring it all to you with big, hard fucking cocks and small cocks, too. There's there's small cocks need love, too. But you can find us on iTunes at Super Movie Brothers Podcast. Find us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. Check us out. Cheers. Cheers. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. Because they were of the opinion that government should regulate who you can and can't do business with, where I fundamentally disagree with that, no matter if it's the hot, bu- the hot button reaction to certain things is not to have that thought process. It well, came from the cake <clears throat> and the gay people. See, I don't, I don't like the idea of being able to mandate who you can and can't do business Correct. with. It goes back to it's a dangerous slope. Well, I feel from the gay couple, I really do. And in oh, that case, too. and if you actually look at that case, that case had a lot more to do with than just making a cake. Uh, those people went on to harass and slander the gay couple. Didn't they have to? Oh, the that couple wanted to the, slander the, the Baker couple. They didn't just deny them business. Oh, they, okay. They I said it. Went on the yeah. Nobody wants to talk about that part. That gets left out. So that particular case is not a good case to That's represent. That's not what you want to tie your business. Yeah. Well, when I think about it, I go back to the thought so those, process. Those people getting sued was okay, but at the same time, I don't agree that the government should be able to tell you who you have to do business with. And think about it like our friend Stephen King, who has a media business. Not the writer, by the way. No, although we use that totally our advantage when we were making the movie. Stephen King's editing it. The Stephen King? Well, yeah, he's he's the, the Stephen, like Stephen King that we know. Yeah, he's the Stephen, <laughs> Stephen King. I mean, maybe not the one you know, but he's the one. <laughs> Probably we not know. the one you're thinking of, but it's really him. Um, but yeah, say so he is. He went business. to high school with me. He owns a media business and he does short videos for commercial businesses. Well, if the KKK shows up at his, somebody didn't turn off their phone. Sorry rude, about that. Sorry about what that. A rude asshole. Go ahead, go ahead. So anyway, Stephen King owns a media business. If the KKK shows up at his door, 
and wants a video made, he shouldn't be forced to give them equal service that he would give the Martin Luther King Center. So he should be able to make that choice himself, though. And the argument my liberal friend in that case, who I was arguing pro-choice with later, said that, well, the KKK is not a protected class, and homosexuals and gays are. And I said, well, who gets to decide who is and who isn't? That's a dangerous slope in itself. The world's not a black and white place. It's a gray place. And who who is making that decision is bound to piss off somebody, whether it's the same group today that it is tomorrow. So that's why I believe individuals should make the choice. If it's a business like driving an ambulance, that I understand being regulated to where you don't get to choose who you go drive your ambulance to. I think if you want to be Bubba's racist asshole taxidermist. And make cakes, you should be able to do that. I, cakes I wanna, are not a vital service. What I'm saying, like if you're a taxidermist and somebody comes in and says they want also, to get their. They want a to get taxidermist their, is a good example. Yeah, not they, a vital service. Yeah, they want to get their fucking, you know, their dog stuffed and it's a gay couple. And the guy's like, no, <laughs> I can tell you're gay and I don't want to. Then you should be able to be an asshole and turn those people if away you if own you the want own, to. If you own the only hospital in the tri-county region, you should not be able to say you can't treat gay people. That's the slippery slope because when That's you get That's not a that, slippery slope. No, no, no. There I is understand. a black and white limit there. I understand completely. But then again, you get into the rights of the individuals. It comes back to that, uh, the chick in Kentucky who didn't want to write marriage licenses as soon you as they said- You can't open a hospital without intricate government oversight. It's just a business that already- Oh, no. Had. I have two or three hospitals so, that I just opened on my own. Yeah, I did too. They're, they're, they're going well. They were, they were awesome. Uh, yeah, we cut people up all the time. <laughs> we, just, we just throw them out back when they don't work out. Anyway. <laughs> Shut up, man. To reality, Captain, take us out of the story. <laughs> um, if you have something that is, that is a public service, that is a necessary service, and you're already regulated by the government, those type of businesses- Regulation makes sense. A bakery? Does this there's really, really no, there's no, this, there's no need for government is oversight. This really a, an appropriate area to allow for government expansion. That's my argument. Not take gay out of it. Take any take regulation out of, out of it. There's no need for regulation on no, a baker. No, don't take regulation out of it. Focus on regulation I'm instead saying, of the heart the heart tugging issue. Regulation is the what's really being debated. And we don't need regulation in bakeries other than food safety. <laughs> let me let me go ahead and clarify for anybody listening right now. If you're a racist asshole, don't listen to now that I'm older. We are refusing Why do service. we want them to hide it? Let them be known. We don't serve gay people, so I know not to support their business. Oh, yeah. When when you see and bars that say if you're gay, and that's also don't come in. From our friend Stephen King made that point. He goes, why would you want to force a business that hates you to make money off of you? Why would you want to give them your business? If they're, why don't, just go to public. And again, this is where things in the real world start to make sense when you hear the real story. The couple didn't have a problem with them saying no to the cake. That's not where the lawsuits came from. The lawsuits is these people then went forward and publicly berated this couple on Facebook and on social media, gave out their information while berating them for being gay. That's what they got sued for, not for denying them service. Well, the, the part that you hear from the uh, the people who are into this story and the people who are like the the right wing and stuff like that, they talk about how you know, the gay community attacked this bakery and stuff like that. But you never hear the part of the story. Why they, they like, attacked they, them? Yeah. Because they were being fucking bigoted assholes. So if you want to be a bigoted asshole, then that's what's going to happen to you. See, this is where you know we've, we've, we've gone too far from violence. I'm going to bring this back up. I know I bring this up a lot lately, but I actually believe this crap. So I believe we have pushed both with spankings um, and, and, and the way we deal with each other on the streets, 
all of it we have made violence too vogue and it is no it's taboo too, you mean taboo yes it's too taboo and honestly sometimes people need to get smacked in their goddamn mouth kids and adults alike like every now and then you back talk your mother in a certain way you need to get smacked right in the fucking mouth not like in the bottom not on the arm no you need to get smacked in the lips where they hurt real good when they hit your teeth my (laughs) my mom used to tell this story that used to scare the shit out of me because she talked about how one time she back talked her mom and her mom was making fucking fried eggs and she had a spatula. spatula she had a spatula in her hand Covered in the fucking grease <laughs> from the bacon she'd cooked before yeah, because back then you cooked in the bacon yeah, grease. Grandmas don't care. Grandmas oh, no. whoop your ass with a switch. No, she said she walked over and grabbed my mom's arm up and like smacked her three or four times on the arm with that hot ass grease. And I'm like, that's child abuse, mom. And she goes, who knew back then it wasn't child abuse? That was just fucking Tuesday. <laughs> back then that was just raising you right. And that same thing applies on the street. Like people have gotten too comfortable on social media running their mouths because I'm telling you that we, we are running our mouths as the generation much more than people did prior because back in the day oh you used to get your ass whooped for shit like, like that there's still a state i can't remember where i read about it but there's a state law that you can fight anybody if you flag down a police officer and they have to referee the fight really? <laughs> yeah I can't, i've got to find where this place is what? it's Why a is literal it? law that you can fight somebody <laughs> as long as you find a cop to referee the fight oh my, <laughs> thank god we don't live in that state dude because i can see you and me being a bar and be like, I, need a, hey. I need a police officer Tell him to bring his ref shirt. <laughs> I'm about to beat the brakes off this motherfucker. Dude, I think that's a brilliant law. That solves so much red tape. And you can just get out of having to fucking worry about it. charges and all that shit. I, read, dude. I can't remember where it was that I read about it. It might be like a province in Canada. But wherever it is, it sounds like fucking heaven. Because <laughs> honestly, there's sometimes where somebody's talking to me and it's like, I, you know, why? I shouldn't have to hear this from you. I shouldn't have to deal with you. I should just be able to beat the shit out of you and move on. I should be able to break your old hip and move on with my life. But go ahead and put you in the fucking old home. God damn. Oh, that reminds me. We had a, one of our most liberal friends who lashed out at us recently, not recently, a couple of years ago, caused a Facebook fury. Why? They said a comment, and it was the person who was mad because I corrected him on what the difference between a Republican and a Democrat, democracy was remember they said that i'm your lord and savior yeah yeah that person so he made a comment out of the blue and you know this guy's ultra light. he's a bernie guy oh yeah well he's not just a bernie guy he's like an aoc like green yeah, new he, deal he, like, he's, he, he literally wants to take billionaires money and redistribute wealth literally yeah he's one of those like I, I believe everybody who has money should give it to the poor like whether they were should be it should be redistributed so he made a comment that he was like hello indian people on Marta, would it be too oh, much trouble yeah, for that. you to bathe and use mouthwash? And people were like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he was like, I'm not talking about all Indian people. I'm talking about the specific Indian people that were on the Marta train. And I tried to like. Oh, see, I didn't read the further comments. I read his. I read oh, dude, it that. went on. He edited it at one point and took out Indian people because somebody called him on that. that there was actually no need to, to point out their ethnicity. And he really couldn't like backpedal out of that see but then he tried to tie chi into a debate about like pc culture see, see it was all like i was just sitting there eating popcorn like oh fuck see when stuff I know like this, this happens this dude has like some kind of weird psychological problem with being told he's wrong about something he used to be like one of the most e- this is a dude that we used to hang out with who was kind of like on. we thought he was easygoing 
Well, that's what we knew about him. That's that's but kind of the really, face he you, showed us. You give people too much credit. You're like, we hung out with this dude. We saw this dude like maybe once every six weeks. Well, long story short, this guy went from being that guy to now like he if you challenge him on something on Facebook, he I goes think into he like, was always that way. We weren't around him enough to challenge him. But in my opinion, with that thing, when he said, dear Indian people, you could say, dear stinky ass <laughs> motherfuckers ass mother- on Marta. Because that's what somebody said. Somebody was like, there are so many smelly people on Marta. How in the world are you trying to isolate? And he had to agree with that comment because, I mean, have you been on Marta? Oh, there's there's a lot of stinky ass people I mean, on Marta. I'm pretty, like, sure, can- I'm pretty sure urine owns stock in Marta because <laughs> urine is, is – urine's opinion is viable in Marta train. I don't ride Marta ever. I am one of the people who is part of the problem, and I do not care. I do not give a fuck. I am not getting on Marta. See, I want self-driving cars so I can get some work done. That's, right. That's really be, I'd I be want. down for that because I would still own the property I'm in. And I have to deal with public. I don't like people. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there that I think general populace, fuck y'all. I'm not a big fan of people overall. I mean, most when it comes to, well, when it comes to like the general public and stuff like that, like when I used to work as like front facing, like where I dealt with the general public, that's one thing selling to like, cause I'm a salesman selling to like an individual class. Like I do now, that's one thing. But when, when I worked in like retail and shit like that, when I was younger, I don't like the general public at fucking all. Uh, There's a lot of people out there that just make me kind of want to bite through something. People stink. And that's what, that's why I'm like, how can you be racist about people stinking? Cause I have seen no limitations on bad hygiene across the board. Dude, I worked at a McDonald's one time and there was this white dude who was my, uh, my manager. Okay. And I know I'm probably offending all white people out there and I just don't fucking care. This dude stunk like he hadn't worn de- – like he had never discovered deodorant. Like nobody came to him at 15 years old when he came home from playing football with his friends and was like, hey, buddy, here, this is uh, Menon. Dude, I didn't need any coaching in the whole you need deodorant thing. I was like, ugh. <laughs> dude, he smelled like onions on a regular fucking dude, Tuesday. Ugh. My arms smell. What What can I do? Oh, wait. There's something right there on that shelf, and it's co- literally called deodor. <laughs> I bet if I rubbed that on my stinky ass armpit, I didn't. And people are always like, well, they might not have had good guy. I'm like, I didn't need any help. <laughs> the Those same people don't have beards down to their fucking belly if they didn't have good guidance. They would just, they would never have found out how to shave. I'm just I'm like people give people a pass on certain things too easily. Like I'm messy and I still don't stink. So it's just like no, no, you're nasty. You ain't messy. You're dirty I'm, as I'm, fuck, dude. You can take the whole dirtiness level all you want, but at the same time, I still wipe my ass and bathe. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a clutter person more than I'm just nasty, straight nasty. Because I like shampoo and I like <laughs> I like nice soaps. And I got a, I got facial wash. I got all the different stuff. I got like a whole like regiment in the shower. My showers are like the long 45-minute showers. I, I, I you like are showers. part of the problem, dude. Driving by yourself to work every day and taking 45-minute sh- showers and shit. Oh, I'm going to really piss you off with this one. I'm going to I'm gonna do my kitchen with gray water. With gray, What do you mean with gray water? I'm not going to run it to my sewage. I'm just going to run it out back because it's not bio-waste, and you can do that legally. Why? Because it's gray water, not black water. Black water has urine and poo in it. Blackwater is a uh, is a government program that happened in the uh, Jason Bourne series. Okay, thank you, Shane. It was first of all, it was Blackwater Briar. Oh, Black Briar. <laughs> Black um, in plumbing, you have white water, which is water coming into your home. You have gray water, which is like shower and kitchen runoff, and laundry machines are also considered gray water. They don't. So, have, are you going to be using like a non toxic uh, chemical? No, when I don't you do your, fuck. 
You don't give a fuck <laughs> if you're putting I mean, toxic chemicals into the groundwater. I'm going to use regular soap. If it's not too toxic for my body, it's not too soft for the backyard. But I'm talking about like with your washer and dryer, are you running that too? That's not because that's that's going to the sewage. Okay, it's already piped to the sewage. My bathroom is going to sewage because it has black water. But our kitchen, I'm going to which set still up. sounds like a fucking black ops mission. <laughs> it really does. Try to find. You're not giving you as much weed next time. <laughs> you have ADD. Focus, Shane. Not Jason Bourne. Black water. <laughs> so anyway, gray water, which actually is good because it taxes the sewage system less. Okay. I actually just don't want to buy a sump pump for my kitchen. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't think the audience gives two fucks about your sewage situation in your kitchen. Oh, and I got to put a sink in at my office, and that's a big deal. There's this thing called a pressure maintain valve. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and say we're done for the week because Kenny's now moved on to plumbing talk. This has been Plumbing Talk with Shane and Kenny. We'll be back next week with more plumbing talk. Or maybe we'll actually be funny next week. Commercial time. plumbing is a whole different world. Your brother told me he wouldn't do it. <laughs> God damn it, Kenny. Stop <laughs> talking about plumbing. Was without a doubt, the worst episode ever. Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. That's it for Now That I'm Older this week, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the show. You can find us online, nowthatimolder.com, Facebook, Google Play, Stitcher, and iTunes. You can also find us on Twitter and Gmail, but it's at NTIOPod. Check back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And as always, getting older sucks, but can be awesome at the same time. Have a great week. So I feel like we can probably go for a little bit longer and get some more shit recorded. Shane, get the fuck out. No, no, we need to get some more shit recorded. Get the fuck out. It's time to record some more stuff. Out. It's time for who do you trust? Hubba, hubba, hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you trust? Me? I'm giving away free money. And where is the Batman? He's at home. Washing his tights. <laughs>